Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Federated just wants to say thanks to all local businesses in and around the state of Minnesota. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. Visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during this pandemic. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Always oh, fun, crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, how about those Vikings and their kickers, huh? I was thinking last night that it is just a tragedy that they didn't lose the game when BB dropped the putt. It's a tragedy <laughs> because then all these things, all these things that drive Coach Zimmer insane, you could throw at him in one like Zoom question. Zim, if your special teams weren't so horse bleep, you'd be nine and four. You know, you, you could, there's nothing more fun than Zim. When he loses one like that oh, on the sidelines behind the mask, you could see the smoke coming out of his ears. It was unbelievable. When he loses one, they, I thought it was what was truly hysterical was when they fell behind seven to six. They had kicked their ass mm-hmm. up one side and down the other. The, the Dominican Sioux was sitting there puffing and huffing. He could barely move. It was 100 degrees on the field. They'd had the ball for like, what? At one point, it was 35 plays to six or something. Yes, and Brady looked awful. And Brady was terrible. And you're behind. Yeah. How did that happen? The kicker. It's unbelievable. That's why he hates kickers. It's unbel- I missed the extra point. I walked out of the room. I assumed that he'd got his act together enough that he would make the extra point. And I came back and I just kicked myself. Damn it. He missed the extra point and I missed it. It's it's hysterical that they managed to love 39 minutes. 30 days. Yes. They had the ball for 39 minutes. They just ran through them and even you know they they you know they have a good pass rush and once they got in a situation where cousin has to throw they were beating him up but uh it was just a butt kicking for most of the game and they're behind 
And, hey, by the way, has Anthony Harris had a mediocre year yes. compared to what he had compared the past? last year, yeah. yeah. He was great I mean, last, last year. Last year you saw plays all over. I think it's why they franchise, franchised him and didn't try and extend him too much. I think they knew. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, that was brutal. Where's he going? Yeah, well, he that, thought he saw. Yeah, they they explained. So it was a dig route, I think, and he thought he was going to jump up on it. Yeah, and he got then yeah, who's, right. So then he's relying on Detroit Lions reject Chris Jones not yeah. to get beat. Huh? Yeah, who had no chance. He was grabbing the guy's face mask. <laughs> yeah, right. Scotty Miller, by the way, I wondered what he did when he got laid off running writing baseball in his last gig, and now he's catching passes. He's a speedy receiver. I never heard of him. Had you ever heard of him? Uh, no, I don't think I had. Uh-huh. No, and, t- and did Tyler Johnson even play? I, Tyler, I don't think Tyler Johnson. I don't had a catch know what happened. Game. I don't know what happened. He uh, and they they, but Antonio, he's he didn't do much. He get did he play? Yeah, uh, did it? Yeah, yeah, I think he's a catcher. Oh, well, he likes uh, he likes Evans, and he doesn't really care about the rest. That of them, Godwin's right? pretty good too. Yeah. Had two catches. Yeah, that we, that looked like a great place for Tyler. Originally. Antonio had five catches for forty nine yards. I like Tyler as a possession receiver, but it was a bad sign for what they thought of him when they went out. You and know got who Antonio we missed though Brown. yesterday? As good as Red Ass Zim is, we missed Ticey. I oh, looked it yeah. up. I looked it up when Doug Bryan missed the two PATs <laughs> back in the against Buffalo, and it cost that the Vikings. Was, by the way, those are PATs. The, the short PATs. Those are PATs from the nine. I forgot this. Tyce cut him post game. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, he cut him post game. Really? Yeah, he didn't wait till Monday morning. They asked Ticey, <laughs> what are you going to do about Doug Bryan? And Tyce's response is, "What do you think I should do?" or something like that. And then he confirmed, "Yeah, I'm going to cut him." <laughs> We so miss Brian, Brian's still in the locker room. Yeah. And he's in Ticey. Oh, yeah. oh Ticey. And then postgame, on his way home, Ticey called KFAN's postgame show to elaborate. <laughs> That's right. I did. I was uh, listening to Barrero. Was it on Saturday, Sunday? Maybe? Sunday. He does a Sunday. He has Ticey. He has Ticey on once a week. Tice is great. Always because he doesn't care. He's talking about gambling most of the time, and <laughs> he was, yeah, he was. Uh, you know, he wasn't that bad either. I, he, you know, he had cheap ass, mm-hmm. cheap ass red, just wanting to get in the position to sell the team. Mm-hmm. I he talked him into signing Antoine Winfield Senior and and uh, Pat Williams somehow, mm-hmm. but. By the end, they gave him no chance. They had, uh, you know, no, Steve Loney as the offense. You know, they took you know, Scott Linehan's greatest triumph mm-hmm. as a as a football coach. Certainly wasn't coaching the Lions, but it was uh, it was coaching Culpepper. Oh, absolutely. Two thousand four season. I mean, absolutely. Culpepper was God. Yes, he was fantastic. And that was Scott. And Scott, Scott. apparently would. Talk to him in the headset as long as it was legal. Yep. And tell him what was going to go on. And he was fantastic. And now all of a sudden, you, it's 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 unbelievable that they let that guy go. Just because Dallas would pay him. They wouldn't pay him any money. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Red was and, not going to And that absolutely. And then Dante got hurt the next year, but he was playing awful. Weren't they one and six or one they and five when really he got bad, hurt? Yes. And Brad came in. Yep. Yeah. And Brad and they and they won games. They were. They I still think you were him. there, right, in Carolina when he got hurt. No, I didn't go to that. Oh, game. I thought you were. Oh man, 
I thought you were. It is one of the five greatest moments in the history of the franchise. Well, the Steve so, Smith uh, row the boat. Row the boat is right up there with. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's sad that we couldn't get full blown. We can't get full blown Zim because of the Zoom oh, thing. Oh yeah, the Zoom. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, they didn't get just like when the Twins didn't get Josh Donaldson making an ass out of himself. They didn't get the kicker yesterday. They don't put him on Zoom. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I mean, what do you, I mean, why, you know, what? I tweeted that and fans said, well, who cares? Who cares? I said, yeah, but I mean, come yeah, on. You just gotta, does he, you got to find, is he going to stand up and exactly. say, I suck? Or is he going to make an excuse? Or is he going to say the laces were wrong? Or what's he going to do? Yeah, Don't you Blame somebody. Hey, listen, folks, you spend, you spend $1.15 billion to build a stadium here. Most of it public money. You, you're entitled to find out what the result is and how it took place, right? Yes. Yeah, but you're right. If we and could have gotten not at a press conference, it would have been Because you could have asked him more questions and he would have kept agitated. Going. Apparently, they ha- cut his mic off yesterday. Yeah, I saw that in Gessling's yeah, like, piece. And he's, he, was, he, might have sounded, he said the same thing six times. He might have said it seven, but they cut his mic off, you know. Is, is Bailey gone yet, by the way? And as far as I know, not right now. But Zimmer talks this afternoon. It's twelve twenty right now, and he talks on Monday afternoon. So we probably wouldn't find out till about two o'clock. Okay, Kari Vedvik. Uh, Vedvik. I think he's available. Yeah, I hear he's a, on somebody's Pactor squad. Mm. Why? Why didn't they just keep Forbath around? He wasn't great, but he he. He makes three of the four yesterday. Because Zim wants these guys to all be... I think he drives them nuts. I think he literally... <laughs> Dan Bailey's in a straitjacket. Yes. I think he thinks that there oh, is a perfect kicker yes. out there. Because he can't... In his mind, he can't fathom how a sport that is all about masculine, <laughs> beat the crap out of people, can come down to a little guy who's skinny with a foot. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I think that's it, Pat. And you know, as good as Cousins has been playing, and Phil's uh, what's Phil's declared him to be our second best quarterback ever, next behind Tarkington. Was that he's Phil's? backing off now? He is. He seems to be backing off today. He did. Uh, he does wait that little extra second sometimes. Oh yeah, that, that happened on late in the game. That's he it. waits that little extra second. But crazy legs, Kurt, yesterday, man. How about that? Take it off and rambling because, you know, somebody, you know, Kubiak, I'm sure, noticed it or somebody. Hey, these guys aren't, you know, they're going to sell out with all these blitzes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we're running a semi-deep pattern, you're going to have 20 yards to run. Five so carries run. for 41 yards. Yeah, Second leading rusher on the team. One of the most amazing Viking games I've ever covered. Uh, was 1990. They're 1-6 that year. Remember, 1990, Burnsy's in big trouble, right? Okay. Then they went five in a row. They're 6-6, six and six, and this is when the NFL Central, were we Central then? Yes. Probably. Yep. It's terrible. So they're, and then they lose game 13 here, I believe. So they're 6-7. But they have a chance to go to the playoffs. And and, and they're going to play in Tampa, game 14, on December 16th. And Mike Lynn's so fired up, he has him go to Orlando. He has him go to Orlando like on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, and we, this is when the Star Tribune 
didn't care how much money you spent. So I had to be down there in in Orlando for the buildup, right, for this big game against Tampa. I think maybe Wednesday they worked down there. And that's the time, famously, uh, Wong and I, and I can't remember who else was with us, uh, and Merrill Swanson was still alive and the PR guy, and we were going to do the press conference, the the post-practice thing, and Bernsey's, Bernsey's in Merrill Swanson's room, mm-hmm. and Merrill had the bathtub full of beer for Bernsey. And Bernsey, that's famously, Bernsey got up there about five, hadn't written yet for the next day, and Bernsey started telling stories about Iowa, about Lombardi about everything, you know, everything known to man. Two and a half hours. And we're howling and telling them. And every 20 <laughs> minutes, Birdsey gets up, goes to the bathroom, comes back with a beer. You know, he probably had six, right? Yep. And, you know, Wongy had a couple, not many. And uh, I was in Minneapolis by then. Who's the Minneapolis beat writer then? Can't remember. He must have been with us. But Wongy was there for the St. Paul paper. Sansevier? Could have been Sansy. I think it was was Bob in 90. He didn't drink either. So this was Merrill, Merrill, Bernsey, and Wongy drinking a bathtub full of beer. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, that's when Bernsey goes in to get another beer and take another whiz, and there's no beer left. And he walks out and starts going out the door and says, I said, Bernsey, Bernsey, what happened in practice today? We need something. He said, boys. When a beer runs out, the bull boom stops. <laughs> and he's going down the hall, and we're running down the hall. And Bernsey, tell us, give us something. What the, you know, something to write about. So, and then that Sunday, <laughs> Vinny Testaverde completes 12 passes yep. all game long. 12 yep. out of 23. Yep. He runs 48 yards for a touchdown. Early in the game, Vinny Testaverde, who was couldn't run then, yeah, couldn't outrun Cousins, yeah, and ends up with seven carries for a hundred and nine, hundred and five yards. He and I looked it up, and in his career, which has lasted forever, he yeah. had six hundred and some yards rushing. Wow. He had a hundred of them that day. I don't remember he that just, game. He just, and he'd get, he'd start running. And nobody would be around him, so he'd kind of lope along on those long legs. So it was, co- was cousin Chester. Yeah, he was like six five, six six, and this was before sliding. You know, right. so I think he'd run out of bounds or whatever he did. But he, they, they were somehow selling out with the idea that this guy's not going to run, yep. right? Yep. And he, but it, the forty eight yarder, I still remember that. He just took off and. These couple That's of like guys. the Steve Young run. Of guys, Remember that one? Yeah, but yeah, Steve but Young could run. That was Steve Young. He, right, was, exactly. he was more dangerous running than passing. But Vinny <laughs> Testaverde, I'm watching Crazy Legs Kurt yesterday, and I said, this is the same game in the same location. But uh, that was a horrible loss, man. That was, uh, that was you, poor Bernsey. I mean, poor Zimmy. Oh. God, I love it when he loses games like that just because it drives him nuts. Well, yeah, because in, in his mind, special teams should never cost him a game. No, no, just catch the punts. But have you ever seen— but, I mean, I, you could give the guy, okay, he doesn't have to make the 54-yarder. Right. doesn't have to make I would have had him He's got to make the other three. Yes, right? absolutely. And 
But it, it, when he sent him out for the 54-yard, it was like, okay, I'm going to give you one last show of confidence. But a 55, he had no chance. <laughs> that thing was going to Fort Myers. But the first field goal was unbelievable. That missed by 20 feet. That's right. Yeah, it was veering. The second one, I said, as I said on Twitter, much closer, much closer. I think you got to cut him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he can. Oh, but, he's gone now. But have you ever seen, Pat? Three kickers with the same coach melt down in the same way. You know, Carlson, no. Walsh, and now this guy who's 32, they have all, these are epic meltdowns. They gave Walsh a plenty of opportunity, but we all, they, they lose the game in Green Bay, and the Carlson kid looks petrified because he missed a couple in the exhibition games, right? And, and He started going for two? And Zim ripped him. You no, know, Zim, and went, Zim went, went for, for two. two. Just, just to embarrass him. Yes. Just to embarrass Zim's theory with kickers is to embarrass them into getting better yes. instead, of, instead of ignoring them. He has also now released a long snapper. Yes, right. This season, yes. Austin Cutting. We... We, we blame we him. Proudly, who we proudly drafted out of the Air Force Academy, right? Or Spielman, Army keeps, or Spielman keeps drafting these specialists, and Zim keeps cutting them because he hates them all. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, I think, it's probably, well, it's a waste of money in the, uh, in the modern era of football with the cap going down and everything. But you got to get one you can run out there for 10 years like Mason Crosby, don't you? Yes. And, you know, Crosby had the one horrible year, and they didn't cut him. Yesterday, you know, Detroit was moving the ball. I watched quite a bit of that Green Bay game. Detroit was moving the ball a lot with him, and LaFleur sends him out to uh, kick field goal, mm-hmm. and then they move it, and then they get a dumb false start penalty. And so that made it 57, right? 56. Yeah, or, I think it was I career think it long, tied right? his career long, yeah. yeah. I saw that. And one. he let him kick it. And I got, you know, that was... I thought he had no chance. No, I did too, but that's... But you, you think Zimmy would have said, showed the... Even if he had a, even if he had a guy making him, he would have... Do you panicked. remember there, there was a Packer game at Detroit like two or three years ago now where Crosby had basically done what Bailey did on Sunday. He had completely gone in the toilet and he missed like three field, but they stuck with him. But they also didn't ru- see. I think Zim just ruins these guys. Well, I, and yesterday no again, there's no, there's no sheet cheat sheet for kicking that says you go for two when he went for two yesterday, yeah. right? Oh, he just yeah, went he, for two because yeah, he was yeah. bad at Bailey. Yeah, that's why he went for two. Yes, it wasn't. Uh, he just didn't trust him. No, Pat. He was trying against Jacksonville. He was trying desperately to score so they wouldn't have to kick a field goal that won the game. Yes, well, that's true. Yes, yeah. He was at the half yard. He line. ran Dalvin eight consecutive times. <laughs> he was willing to just abuse Dalvin because he didn't want Bailey to come back on yes. the field. Yeah, he was. It's. It's. I wouldn't you. If the Vikings will never get inside the NFL or whatever, that what's the show that we used to love? That's oh, Hard now, Knocks. Hard Knocks is not, oh, not nearly as good as it used to be. But Zim, after an exhibition game when he's got a new kicker who missed two or three, would be uh, wonderful to have those microphones well, live. And when, when Zim was the DC for the Bengals, he, he actually was on that and became a star. You know who's got no chance to be back next year? Who's that? 
the special teams guy, oh, whatever man. his name is. Marwin Maloof. Marlon Maloof is off the chair. Marlon is gone. I'm surprised they didn't fire him in season. Yes. Has he fired one or did they just leave? He's had a couple. Right? Yeah, he's had a couple. I think Who was they, the first one? I think, uh, well, I think he might have gotten rid of Brian Murphy when he got the job. Mm-hmm. I think he might have gotten fired him or not kept him around. Oh, oh, he got uh, Prefer. They Prefer, had Prefer. Yeah. Yeah, and then Prefer left for Cleveland. Prefer, I think a year before Stefanski. Yeah, Prefer got in trouble for uh, yeah his. Uh, I think Zim liked him. Yeah, well, I mean, Chloe was good. Yeah, right. He was crazy, but he was yeah. good. And the, this special and who team was Chloe's a, partner? Who was a kicker? Longwell. Yeah, they were good then. Yeah, that's. I mean, they Longwell had, was actually a very normal kicker. Oh yeah, he did not. Oh yeah, and he he didn't combust. Yeah, no, I think he would have. <laughs> laughed at the goofiness, you know, of, of he, he could shrug it off. And I don't think too many of them can because they, you know, there's a whole crew of these guys, like 25 of them that are on everybody's, I'm mad at the kicker, bring in three of them on Tuesday list, you know? Yes. So they're all, they're all like the relief pitcher the twins call up and give one, you know, they're all like the guy that the relief pitcher that if he comes up and, yeah, you know, he's your 33rd pitcher of the year. And if he doesn't get What's him out. Zach Littell? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he pitches Tuesday, and if he's not good, he's gone Wednesday. Yes. And if he's good, he's gone Wednesday because <laughs> then he pitched too many innings. So, so, but they're all like that. They're all, they've all been damaged psychologically, and that's why they're still kicking, kicking around trying to find jobs. Yes. And, and so they're all obviously extremely. Uh, you know, psychologically damaged from something. Otherwise, they'd be kicking somewhere, right? Yes. And the, these three in Walsh, Carlson, and now Bailey, you got three guys who, who are going to leave here in straight jackets. Do you think there's any... Uh, the, the insanity of fans is great, but I've always said the greatest football coach in history is the NFL coach who invented coordinators right mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy who invented instead of just having assistant coaches right you know he's the yeah you know, he's the he coaches the line and he coaches the backs and he coaches the quarterbacks you got coordinator whoever decided they were coordinators so then you have somebody to blame it blame yes like gruden charged in yesterday and fired gunther yes. like 12 minutes after the game because it's his fault right well but offensive and defensive coordinators but who was the genius that suddenly decided we also were going to have a special teams coordinator so then when our <laughs> special teams suck i can blame him you know and, that's not that and, long ago actually and it's i know and it's You're the right. silliest thing at all and fans get mad at Special, somebody drops a punt and they're mad at the special teams coordinator. Did the special teams coordinator say, hey, Osborne, they drafted you. Go out there and drop a couple of punts, will you? <laughs> you know, hey, Bailey, miss that field goal, will you? What's, what's Maloof going to tell Dan Bailey? Have more confidence. Yeah. Believe well, in yourself. And meanwhile, the coach, the head coach <laughs> is saying, you idiot, if you miss another kick. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, spectacular. 
It was but he a, should have cut him post game. It would have been great fun. Fans were very upset at the officiating. Kevin Seifert, great stat. Never had been a pass interference call on a Hail Mary, at least going back to 08. Yeah, well, he he found one. I, I think they found one. 2009, there was one. But then he clarified and said in the past 20 years, in the situation that they called that one on Sunday, there had not been one. Mm-hmm. He found one in 09, but it was a different. It was different. But when everybody's jumping up in but the when air, they're jumping up in the air, and it's the last play of a half, he couldn't. I think ESPN stats couldn't find one for the last twenty years. It is the damnedest thing. Did I ever tell you the greatest column I ever wrote? Uh, not for for uh, timing. The I was out. This is when you used to go out and watch practice, right? At Winter Park, because they just moved to Winter Park, and so it's eight. What year did Ahmad make the catch? Eighty, right? Eighty. Put him in the playoffs. Eighty. So I'm out there watching practice, and they're practicing jump balls. You know, they're practicing hail marys, basically. Yep. And I'd have to find this for like I was writing for the Dispatch then, so five days Monday through Friday. Same hole every day, 22 inches or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a column. That's when I introduced Horseshoe Harry Grant. The only coach, you know, he's got a proc, he got a horseshoe where only his proctologist could find it. I'd get away with anything back then. But I wrote, this is the only coach who practices luck. And then, and then three days later, they throw that pass. No, you never told me that. Yeah, three days later, they throw so that you pass. That th- and wow. I, and I'm up in the press. Yay! And everybody's saying, you don't care about the Vikings. I said, no, I care about me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've never told me that. Yeah, three days later. That, so you were right. Wow. I said, he's the only guy who coaches luck because they were throwing it out there. And yeah. then, then they throw that thing up in the air. But that was a clean one compared to most of them. That one Ahmad got was yeah, a, the Browns, a clean little deflection. The Browns player just tipped it, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. The greatest one ever is the one wow. that uh, Rodgers threw that big lumber and tight end who just went up, went whop, mm-hmm. and caught it like that. But I didn't think Brady could get the ball there, did you? No, no, I didn't. I was uh, very surprised. I actually was well thrown. He, his start was so atrocious, Pat, that I had no idea, that I thought, my God, he's going to. The, the no, first God, two series were actually, you know, to me, sad. You know where he can't, you know when he can't throw now? When he can't step into it. When he can't step into it. Yeah, like, he can't just drive Because Because that one where he kind of had, uh, he had the wide open receiver. Yeah. But he was moving around and he. There was a little pressure there, and he overshot him 10 yards. And then that little one there on the right there when he couldn't step, yep. and he just had to flip it, and he missed him by five yards. He has to – he's still – you know, he's. I've always said he's the greatest mover in the pocket in history, that one or two steps. Mm-hmm. He to shuffles. Get, to get away. He's got the great, great instinct for shuffling. You know, Rodgers does it by running out, you know, but this guy just by he's a couple of steps. Yep. But uh, when he can't do that, he can't. Well, he can't, he, he miss- can't do it when he doesn't have his foundation anymore. His misses now are yeah. pathetic. Yeah, and they're very, they're very uh, interceptable. Yes, but people claim it, crying about Dantzler's pass interference. That was grabbing the guy by the oh, Gladney. Uh, I mean, Gladney. Yeah, yeah. and Ver- then Harrison Smith. The play's over. What are you jumping into him for? He also has to know he is going to get well, that sure. call against him every time now. Well, he hit him with a helmet. Yeah. And I know, but they're you know, looking for that. 
Sure, with him. And the play's over. You got to pull up somehow. You know, it's uh, yeah, they are the Gladney. For it. The Gladney call doesn't go against Gladney if he's Rhodes in his prime. But if you're Jeff Gladney, that call's going to go against you yeah. every time. Yeah, and he was, you know, he was plus their their ace receiver against you. you right, know? but that was that was not anything. But that's how the problem, Pat, is that that's how Zim wants his guys to play, and it's going to get called. So uh, college basketball. We uh, the Gulfs uh, have uh, played well. They've they won them all. Did you see the kid from uh, uh, Florida that collapsed? Yes, uh, I did. Uh, Keontae Johnson, who's a great player. Yes, I did see it. He had scary. COVID. Yep. In June or July, yes. if that if this turns out to be that Mark Michael Mike Carditis, uh there's going to be panic in the uh, in the college athletic I, world, don't you think? I saw a former AD somewhere, I don't know who it was, said that if this turns out to be that, they might shut it down for basketball. Yes, that's what I was... Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, if, that's yeah, what if it this turns is directly out to be, tied to it, yeah. That's what it turns out to be. Yeah. Now, I was out at Loyola, I was covering a Rose Bowl, and I went out early to see... Loyola to play a basketball game and uh, and uh, because they were it was kind of new this phenomenon of trying to score 140 points and basically challenging the other team to shoot 18 foot shots mm-hmm. hoping they'd miss and but not caring whether they missed or not because they take it out of the net and run down. And I was at their gym and Hank had I think I'd have to look up the dates. I think Hank Gators had. Missed some time early and then was playing again that night I was there. I'd have to look. Okay. With Bo Kimball. Because he had had an issue with his yeah, heart. He had had an issue and they him let him come back and they yep. were playing this basketball. And I believe yep. the night I was there, I'd have to look it up. Uh, I believe the night I was there, he played that game. And Kimball and those guys, they were, it was some non-conference game or something. But, God, it was, what, two weeks later that he... yeah. That he, Same type of thing too. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of over, stumbled and stumbled and just uh, dropped. You know, but there was a reason reason for that. But I was just I was. See, I, I don't think most of the stories they don't want to reach that conclusion. But this, but if it's related to the having COVID, that's uh, that's not going to be good for basketball. I remain very confused about why they're playing non-conference still. Yes. And why they're bringing in North Alabama. Right. If Michigan State, why why aren't you playing? If you're Michigan State, you got Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, you know, you got, mm-hmm. what, Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. You got eight Oakland University, which I think they played the other day, but. Play each of them home on the road or some damn thing. You know, play if you want to play six or eight non-conference games, play them. Why aren't we playing North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, and South Dakota State? They played Mankato. They played like North Dakota, right? But I mean, they they brought in uh, Marymount for two games. I don't know. You know, I I don't know why you're bringing in teams from all over the country. It's uh, it is happening all over. And uh, who who else did I see? Duke shut it down, and then uh, but somebody else just did too. They decided not to play their non conference. Oh, I didn't games. see that. Who I saw Duke. Somebody else decided did. against that was, it. But Coach K, I think Coach K used canceling those three games against lesser non conference opponents for an excuse to when they're 
two and four and looking terrible in the end, the ACC to say, ah, we got to shut her now. He, he ain't going to, if this is going to be one, you know, he was the year he had his back surgery. They were two and 16 in the ACC for that season. Pete Gaudette, you look it up. Pete Gaudette, the assistant coach. He gets the credit. <laughs> Krzyzewski takes no credit. He said, and of course he said, I had nothing to do with that. The Duke uh, Duke made that decision. Sure you did. You fraud. It's amazing how bad he needs it, though, isn't it? I mean, oh, I, yeah. I need it, but I'm a fruit of mine. I, you know, to, just for something but to he do. But he can't take any failure. Oh, oh, God, no. It's one thing to keep going. It's another to absolve yourself of any chance he's of not succeeding. He's 73 now, isn't he? He's probably, yeah. I think he's 73. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is the worst team he's had in a long, long Hertz time. Hurts is their, their Hertz star, Hurts is the best right? player. Hurts is the best player, yeah. I mean, he's a good player, but yeah. he shouldn't. But he's be, not Duke's best player. He's if, a Gopher's best player if you have yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. This, not, this, probably not, not with Marcus Garr. This Garza kid at Iowa. Whoo, did he's you good. watch him? I was good. I was good. I always root for Fran. I love I love crazy. I love crazy, don't you? He's he's crazy. He's you know I I, I love crazy and uh he's something. You know what else is interesting? Who's your coach of the year in the Big Ten West? Sixty five year old Kirk Ferentz. Yep. Who, uh, yeah. Who Fitzgerald will probably win it because yeah. he's seven and one Kirk, and they beat him. You're right. But Ferentz after what they went through this summer, I thought he was gone. I did too, with all the you know the you know the and and him. Yeah, I I didn't think he'd make it the, the opening day. And uh, they're six and two, and I'll tell you who's upset: Michigan. They got they got to play Iowa, and mm-hmm. the, the, when they started moving the games around, Michigan's two and five. They should get to play Rutgers or somebody, shouldn't they? Well, yeah, ideally. Well, it, or no, they're in the East, so they should they should be. But they, they should play a bottom team. They should in play the Illinois West. or somebody. Yeah, but they want. And Harbaugh's them. coming back now. Did, did I see that right? That it's almost certain he is coming back. I, I keep saying that. Yeah, I just I think maybe he's so damn stubborn that that they don't have the guts to fire him. I guess. Unlike Auburn, who fires Gus Belson. That <laughs> Manny Hill tweeted out this story from like a month ago. Auburn losing will lose tens of millions on football. Yes. But by the way, 21.7 to fire Gus, who was six and four this year in the COVID, in the middle of the COVID. And I think they paid him on the spot. Every season, the Olsons would gather on their dock. With all the weeds and muck, no one would go into the water, except for neighbor Larry, who would stand in there to cool off amongst the thick weeds. Hey, neighbors. Larry. But this season, the Olsons dropped a few aquaside pellets into their lakefront. After just one application, the water was crystal clear. And turns out, neighbor Larry is a free spirit and a fan of skinny dipping. Hey, neighbors. Larry. Oh, my. Who nude? New. Clear your lake or pond completely. Visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. They got to pay him they, half, but did they just Oh, I thought they were going to pay him in full. Well, the, I thought I saw a story that said they were going to pay him. It must be all boost, boosters. Huh? I guess, but it's incredible. If I was Illinois, I'd get on the phone and hire him. Yeah. He's a pretty sharp Lovey's guy. Lovey's gone. He's a pretty sharp guy. Lovey, five Lovey. years. Has there ever been a bigger retirement job <laughs> than the package that Lovey took yeah. Illinois they, for? He, and when did they, they, they re-up them, right? Like before last year or something? They might have. They probably did, yeah. 17 and 39, the exact same record of Coach Wacky.
Really? Coach Wacky in five seasons here was 17 and 39. No kidding. And uh, that was, I haven't looked up him for the Big Ten. Coach Wacky's uh, uh, had a difficult time in the uh, Big Ten. He won eight games in five years. Yeah. Eight and 32. Eight yeah. and 32 in the Big Ten. 17 and 39. He got an extension, overall. too. Uh, but he got a very smart extension. Yeah. Dean Hart gave him an extension that was not guaranteed after one year. Yeah. So that just. The extension itself was yeah, still Yeah, it was a three year extension so he could recruit. But the last two but years, people he didn't think get that t- Tubby took a retirement job here. Tubby ain't got nothing on Smith. L- Lovey, <laughs> you knew the day he took that job it was a retirement no, he's job. A, he's the least college guy yes. of all time. He's, yeah, he's a, basically college. a professional coordinator. Speaking of uh, old NFL guys getting into the college, how about what my guy Herm did to hmm. Arizona? Someone's gone. Seventy to seven. Yeah, seventy to seven. Someone. He was. Everybody wanted him. I thought the Gophers should have hired him away. You know, when he was uh, yeah floating around after A and M. Your guy Herm didn't have a problem with the running up the score. Seventy to seven. Man alive. I think they only played three games. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think they only played three games, so yeah. he probably yeah. thought they'd let the boys have some fun. But, uh, yeah, Sumlin is, yeah, he got fired already. So, uh, but college uh, college football is such a mess this year that I I don't know what we should be taking serious, do you? No. Except, I mean, like. This is uh, true of most sports, actually, this year. What uh, something LSU beating Florida? Florida, yeah. LSU. Well, well, the kid took the player's shoe and tossed it down the field and got a unsportsmanlike penalty, and yeah. LSU went down and kicked a field. The kid went kicked a field goal. But LSU has had like fourteen guys opt out during this season after having all these other guys. They've had they're they're down. The Gophers are allegedly down thirty three players because of the COVID. They're down thirty three players because they left. Hey, what the hell happened to Nebraska? I know they've been Terrible. bad for a while, but Scott, I thought Scott Frost coming in would do a decent job. Oh god! They well, and they their quarterback. This play, is their second Martinez. He's the awful. First, his older brother couldn't pass. And this Remember kid, his older, yes. but he was a great athlete, but he couldn't pass. This kid, this kids can't pass either. And the McCaffrey kid can't pass. Can't, no, I don't know why they don't get a quarterback. You know. I, but how do those people who are diehards put up with this crap? Like and here, that, I get and, it. And Frost's thing at Central Florida was throwing a ball around, oh. right? Having this, this high octane. Why don't they get a thrower? I don't know. There's, you know, go to ju- go to junior college. Get Mike Hoensey out of California or somebody. There's got to be somebody who can throw it around and play. You know, it, it's like it seems like they're trying to uh, play Nebraska football without. Without a, that kind of a coach. They'll make your eyes bleed. Well, him and Brahm are both been big busts, right? Yeah. Two guys very – and Purdue spent a ton to keep Brahm from going to Louisville. Yeah, I guess I just still think of Nebraska as having a chance to get back up, but – I wouldn't be – I'm surprised. probably wrong. I wouldn't, the way they're getting along with the Big Ten, I wonder if uh, they might reach a – they might make a trade. They might – I might uh, make a trade of Missouri for Missouri. I'd love to be in Missouri. Hates the SEC, and yeah. uh, and for good reason. They don't belong in it. But Nebraska would go back to 
Big 12? Big, go Big 12. Ah, they can't because of the TV money so much different. Nobody's going to, you know, they might be upset politically, but you're not going to leave that Big 12 and the Big 10 TV money. I was watching that game on Saturday thinking to myself, these people, these people basically did everything they could to play. Nebraska is the one that went absolutely ballistic yeah. when they weren't going to play. They wanted to play non-conference games, remember? And yeah. They wouldn't let them. But I think they did, you know, it looked bad, but they called out the pomposity of the Big Ten, too. I mean, the Big Ten was... I know, but when I watch them the play, big, I think to myself, you would have been better off not yes. playing. But, uh, you know, the only team... But the other thing about Iowa, the only team in the West to play a full schedule. They played all eight. Really? They played all eight. Michigan State and Rutgers, which wish they hadn't played all eight. I think those are the only ones that played all eight. And three of them, Ohio State, Maryland, and who else only played five. So it's, But the uh, Big Ten changed. Shocking the rules. The rules. I was absolutely stunned by that news. It is amazing how the, uh, the influence that Barry still carries in the entire conference, isn't it? Yeah. First of all, he was on the selection committee for years. Yep. That helped make sure the Big Ten always got a he's team. He's basically in there. the commissioner. And and he's the guy that the first guy to come out and say, I think we gotta let Ohio State play, you know, for the millions. And I guess, you know, it, My guess is Fox came because I, I I think Fox uh carries the Big Ten championship game. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Fox came to the Big Ten and yes. said, You're gonna let Ohio State play in this game. Yeah. You we know don't what want they should have done though? They're having they're having uh Indiana and Purdue play because of the traditional, but they should have Iowa and Indiana play. You know, for a if if indeed there's going to be second tier good bowl games, mm-hmm. the winner of that game could go to the Fiesta Bowl or some damn thing, don't you think? Yeah, they should add them play instead of have Iowa play Michigan and Purdue play Indiana. But you know, the Gulfs that ought to be a pillow fight. Old Wisconsin's not. They're oh, they're terrible offensively. They haven't scored over seven in the three game losing streak. Yeah, they they're not. The good. kid does not live. Well, they don't have a running back. And I thought that quarterback was going to be really oh, good. But first two games, he was not. magnificent, and then they were shut down for two games. PJ's got a chance. Oh, he does. He does. If they're minus thirty players, of course. Next year, next week, it'll be we we're here without forty seven of our players. You know, <laughs> that's. Uh, uh, it is interesting, though. Kirk Ferentz uh, not only uh, has a six-game winning streak, but he's the only guy that kept his team healthy enough to keep playing. Yeah. Can you imagine the braggadocio we'd be hearing from the U if they hadn't had the COVID outbreak? It would have been, this guy knows how to do it. Now, I'm not blaming him. Right. But I'm just saying the reverse, if they had been fairly healthy. Yeah. Now, now it's an excuse, right, for not being very good. Yeah. But if... If they had very few cases and had played their full schedule, the bull crap would be up to your waist. Did you see PJ trying to say it's nobody's fault? This yeah, is nobody. Right. I nobody's don't want to blame fault. anybody. No, no, it's nobody's fault. I don't want to blame fault. anybody. But if they were, if they'd been fairly safe, it's my give me the credit. It's me. I did it. I kept my team safe. But this is nobody's fault. I beat the COVID. Which makes me think that maybe we still have some bo- fellas that on, a, on that big campus over there where we do have uh, students around might still like to go out and see their friends. You know, what the hell? That's fine. Uh, but it is, uh, it is, that that is, for him, that was you win either way. 
Yeah. It's an excuse. Because let's remember, in August, these guys were going to win the Big Ten West. Remember that? They were going to win the Big I Ten West. I gave up on yes. that very quickly, but yes. yes. They were going to win the Big Ten yes. West. But now this is, if they win the Axe, it's going to be a great triumphant season. Well, and they're 4-3, and three, right? Yeah, they're 4-3. Well, and, and they get to go to uh, some... But I I would think the U is not going to let them go to a bowl game, wouldn't you? I would hope they won't. Yeah. And unless you're playing in the college football playoff, I would not allow any team to go to a bowl game. What's the point? Yeah. Besides TV programming. Yes. But to go to the – what shocks me is there's still – only eight of them have been canceled so far. There's still like 30-some on the schedule. Are there really? Yeah. Now, they expect more of them to be canceled. But there's third. Like the Fenway Bowl, which was going to have this year, has now been moved to Alabama or something. And uh, oh, I didn't know but that. Why are they doing it? I don't know. For ESPN, I suppose. Well, yeah, it's TV programming, but still, I would tell. But they pay. But if I'm a team, I would not go. But ESPN doesn't pay you big money to go to the. The ESPN gets paid to have these third-rate bowl games. Well, they on. single-handedly run some of the games, though, right? Don't they pay? Don't they pay an expense? Maybe to actually run the games. Do. But, you know, like, for instance, the Golf Channel. Senior golf, LPGA golf, they pay the Golf Channel. She's senior golf. The Golf Channel pays the PGA Tour for the regular tournaments. Sure. But the if you're the senior tour, you pay them like six, seven hundred thousand. But what is your justification for going to a B-level bowl none. when there's a COVID outbreak? None. None at all. Not at all. Just for your uh, own ego, I suppose. Yeah, this seems like a good year to bail on that. Hey, Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Did you see this? I'm all in on spiders, but I don't think so. You know what they're going to be? I love spiders. I'm all in on it. No, right, right. But but I don't think we'll get it. Why don't you think so? I don't think it's... Really good. It'd be a good logo. It lends itself to a great logo. I'd buy a But it's going to be rocks or something like that and to tie in with the roof. Pop fall. Spiders pays. It's going to be a homage to the old. It's going to be a more. Yeah, but the spiders were terrible. But <laughs> who cares? It, I, who cares is right. But it's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be something modern and hip. I think. Oh, not not spiders. How much pressure does this put on the Braves, a the lot. Chiefs, and the, the Blackhawks? Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah, it definitely puts pressure on them yeah. all. Well, the Braves especially, right? Yeah. Because the Braves is probably more offensive. And the Braves, Braves have, the Braves have said no the hell with it. Yes. But Major League Baseball might not allow them to get away with that. Yeah. If Cleveland changes, now, I saw an initial report that they were going to change for 21, and then I no, saw one that said 22. They, probably 22 because they have so much so much signage. Plus, they don't want to be the Cleveland baseball team like Washington, no, the Washington football They have most, so much signage, signage to replace and stuff, but wait if this is... Also, ladies and gentlemen, this is your last opportunity to wear authentic Cleveland Indian jerseys and the like. Oh, yeah. Don't they want to have one last big sale of uh, uh, something like that? You're probably right. Uh, But... uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Braves to me is more offensive than Indians, right? Yes. Uh, yes. But you're right. So far, they've said we're not changing. No, they're uh, they're hanging in there. So hmm. I don't know. It's uh, 
The only reason, as I said, you know, the only reason I support Ilhan Omar is because Trump hates her. Uh, that's so I, I I enthusiastically went out early and voted for. Uh, that's that's all she needed. I, I didn't care about the rest Trump's of the Trump's endorsement of hate. Trump, Trump's hate. Trump hates her. I love her. Okay. Trump's upset. Did you see? He tweeted about the Indians. culture. So I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not close enough to it to be offended because I don't think they. You know, they changed. They got rid of Chief Wahoo and all that stuff. But I'm in favor of it if Trump's against it, so I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, so. amidst all the crap, he had time to tweet. Yes. Oh no, <laughs> cancel culture strikes again. Oh yeah, yeah. Amidst it's, his lawsuits and all the and the COVID vaccine and all that, he had time to weigh in on the money making scam in the history of American politics. What's that? There are over two hundred million already extra money to fight the steal. This is the greatest scam oh, of yeah. all time. And where's it going to go once the fight is over? He gets to keep it. He gets to keep it in this campaign. we got to start our, a, yeah, ourselves right. a scam here. <laughs> I don't know. I grew up with an old man who had a lot of money making scams and ended up with barely enough to pay for his funeral, you know, Uh and I was, uh, I mentioned Don Riley in a column the other day, and I got a note from his daughter, Shannon, saying she enjoyed the fact that, you know, I, I mentioned Sid and him hating each other and the St. Paul, Minneapolis thing. And I had to tell her the hardest I ever laughed in my life is when Arno Gaithel was the sports editor there in the early 70s, and we were all still drinking then. And he had a party at his house, a staff party at his house. And Glenn, and Arno, God love him, had a serious alcohol problem, just like the rest of us. But the booze was flowing downstairs, and 72 or 3, and Riley started telling us, Wonger and I, and I don't know, Augie, probably four or five of us over in the corner, Riley started telling us about his various failed money-making scams. I have never howled so much. I have never laughed that hard for that long in my life. There were like six or seven of them, eight of them. He was putting out a weekly college football newspaper, sporting news type thing, although not that not that thing, with a guy in Forest Lake. Yeah. And he was writing all the national reports. He'd get the papers and he'd, you know, he was writing all the national reports. And who knows if, how many subscribers he had, but he had some guy write him a letter. He got confused as to which byline was for which region, you know, like the the Big Ten guy. He suddenly gave him his byline <laughs> to the Pac-10 guy. And he got a letter from a guy, one lonely little letter from a subscriber saying how disappointed he was that Packy Johnson, who was doing such a great job on the Big Ten, got moved to the Pac Ten. And Riley's letter to the response, you know, in the next in the next <laughs> in the next week's issue and the letters published was 
they had such an unlimited budget that they they would move their people around from one beat to the they, they as they covered the nation they wanted to get a different perspective and oh. <laughs> that's how they oh god he was oh. the greatest he was the greatest no oh. chow uh the chow cone when chow mein was a big thing oh, in yeah. the 60s or yeah. something, State Fair, the chow cone. He and his buddies were going to have chow mein in a cone at the State Fair at like 10.30 on the Thursday morning. This family of four comes up there. They put the chow mein in the cone. The family starts walking away. and It all, <laughs> it all comes out the bottom and burns them. <laughs> You know, the hot chow mein lands on their pants and their hands. And they were 10.30, they opened, 10.35, they closed her down for the rest of the state fair. There's a bunch of state. He always, he was, he was possessed with the idea of having a state fair. I think we all have been. Yeah. We all have our ideas. Just look at Sweet Martha's. We all have our ideas, and Don had several of them, oh, all God. of which failed miserably, but nothing compared oh, with the chow cone, which lasted eight minutes. Oh, all right. You got anything else? Uh, what else? Uh, I uh, There was baseball, I guess. Uh we uh what what are the Twinkies gonna do here? I see o- Odo's going someplace else. The Whiteys uh, they got to get a pitcher, don't they? Yes, they do. Why not break the bank and get Bauer? I think they're probably gonna make a trade for one, don't you? Yeah, probably. I don't probably. But I don't it, see it with what you've been saying about the payroll, which I think is right. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think the payroll's going down. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it can really uh, mean it. It looks like How about this Boston's kid, in Josh Oregon. Allen, yeah. Wyomania. I yeah, saw him in guy. Wyomania. You and Ringlesby. I, did, I thought he was one of the least accurate passers he I've was. ever seen. And he's, you weren't wrong. He's playing great. He's playing great. You weren't great. wrong. They love him, too, in Buffalo. So All right, anyway. sir. All right, we'll, we'll talk do to it next again week. next week. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.